0: It's episode 81 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and this week's guest is John Gelke.
1: You
0: can allow to cheer. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> thank you very much for having me on the podcast. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Uh, how are you, once again, starting great. with the tough questions?
1: Great, great. I'm... Um, somehow uh, uh still on my feet I'm uh been living in blue Orange theater we've had uh five nights of shows, and the two of us are on the second day of an intensive workshop with John Bolden, which yes. has been fantastic yes, yes um and uh one more afternoon and evening and then another afternoon and evening of shows tomorrow and uh then I can collapse in a heap. <laughs> Have you done it all so far? I, I've been around for all of the shows, yes.
0: Wow, yeah. cool. What's your... If you had to choose a highlight, they've all oh, been good, obviously. Oh, wow. Who would wow. you choose as a highlight? Uh,
1: I thought the, the committee last night were fantastic. Cool. Um,
0: what sort of stuff do they do?
1: Uh, so it's uh, it's long form. They've got a, 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 just a c word, seed word to begin with and then a series... Of scenes of that, but their way of linking from uh, one scene to another very organic, like uh, the salt in the waves in this scene uh, become salt on fish and chips in the yeah. next scene, and move on, on to that. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very quick, very funny, but also very very rich. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it went down with uh, the. A lot of the the Birmingham improvisers I know very very well. Yes. Um, personal highlights as well. Uh, Rhymes against humanity on Monday. Yeah. I loved. Really funny. Uh, doing a uh, great musical improv. Uh, really really fun, but with uh, kind of rich material to to work with to to uh, uh, turn into the laughs. Uh, I had seen before. Uh, Heather and Jules' 10,000 Million Love Stories, which was a great night on Tuesday. Uh, The May Days last night, um, uh, doing really uh, uh, dark, dark work. Uh, But uh, really enthralling and affecting and just so pleased uh, to have it uh, in the festival here because something that really widens out Mm. the audience here is... understanding of what improv can be.
0: Yes. Now it's really interesting when you are able to uh, see acts that you're not normally able to see and just to see what is possible. Yeah. And you know, you might decide to do that or you might just be inspired to do something different. Uh and one of the things I wanted to do when I came up was to see, you know, the local acts because it's very exciting because you don't know what the format's going to be, you don't know what they're going to do, uh, and they've all been delightful. Oh,
1: great, great. Really, uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've not been in, in any of the ones that you've seen, but <laughs> I'm, I'm very pleased you've enjoyed The Local. I'll, I'll take credit on their behalf. Uh, Unjustly. (laughs) That's
0: still credit. Um, So uh, how did you get involved in improv? What what
1: lit the flame? Okay, so I've been improvising for about four years now uh, and it's sort of my wife's fault. (laughs) Uh, I was doing some comic writing, kind of sketchy stuff. Or, to be more accurate, I wasn't doing comic <laughs> writing. Like, I, you know, I never finished anything. I just didn't have the discipline to keep going with it. Uh, but my wife had just uh, kind of seen somewhere on the internet an interview with Stephen Colbert where he was uh, kind of singing the praises of improv uh, for what it had given him, not just professionally, but uh, the kind of uh, acceptance of failure. I think... My, the, the thing my wife took from uh, the interview was, ah, this acceptance of failure thing. John, th- this would be good for you. Uh, and and it was. Uh, so I, I, I Googled uh, to see if there was any improv in the city, and uh, uh, results came up for Foghorn, who we will see this afternoon, and for Box of Frogs, which is... Uh, kind of John Trevor's kind of group and workshop and teaching uh, and stuff, and I went along to uh, one of his workshops, had a brilliant, brilliant time, and haven't looked back since. Cool, cool. Um, what sort of... It's a hard question, but what
0: sort of improviser are you? What What are you good at? What do you
1: struggle with? Ooh, um I think where, <laughs> where I... Uh, struggle most is, I I don't uh, come in quick enough. I always want to kind of wait back, take it, <laughs> uh, kind of know, know where I am and then work uh, within that, I right. think, uh, which I, I can be to my advantage, but uh, I think uh, uh, forcing myself to uh, uh, not wait for safety is is right. probably the the thing i I most want to to conquer and, yeah, and yeah, get yeah, get yeah. better at
0: yeah and what what are you good at
1: well um I'm I mean what I what I'm Always very comfortable with is anything musical. Um, cause, I mean, my, my, my background performance wise is more is musical theatre and opera. Ah, uh, right. So although I had been uh, trying writing, I had been uh, uh, performing regularly in uh, a lot of Gilbert and Sullivan of Lovely. all things, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, opera uh, and uh, musicals. Get you know, mostly student and amateur stuff, but there's also um, the fantastic local institution, Birmingham Opera Company, mm. uh, uh, directed by one of the, the greatest directors uh, in the world, uh, and that's a, a great thing that uh, a non-professional can get involved in and get kind of world-class direction and be a part of a world-class show in. Wow. Uh, uh, so uh, the, the, the very first workshop that... I went to run by Tr- John Trevor happened to be a Silly Musical Games it was kind of blues and hoedowns and Irish drinking song Brilliant. Uh, and uh, I mean it, it was a, 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 a little bit uh, nerve-wracking but I, I it was a really nice introduction for me mm. uh, and I kind of always kind of jump to try and sort of take those games if I can when I'm in, in the short form shows. Um, anything where I get to um, uh, be a big character or show a lot of emotion mm. uh, uh, I uh, makes me pleased. So in the in short form games, in short form shows, I'll try to snaffle up a, a, a what are you trying to say or Oscar winning moment if I can.
0: What are you trying to say? What, what goes there? Ah, oh,
1: that's... What are you trying to say Uh, you uh, have a a normal scene until uh, somebody says something innocuous to which the other has to say, what are you trying to say, and build on that and take it to as uh, strange and unlikely uh, a place as possible. Like, uh, oh, you say I uh, make a nice lasagna. you saying I uh, just spend all my time at home cooking, are you saying that I'm a social shut-in, are you saying that I'm an uh, uh, outcast and failure <laughs> in life and that no one will ever love me? Is that what you're trying to say? Answer. answer. Uh, right,
0: yes, yes, and I've, I've done that but I've not heard it called that. that. It's very interesting and it's come up quite a few episodes in that I'll, and I think it happens a lot, is that everybody has their own names for yeah, games. Yeah, um, And. But you can't even rely on the game being the same, even if it's got the same name, because everyone's coming up. With it's local community. rules. Yeah, local yeah. rules, <laughs> rules is it? Yeah, it's a very good way of putting it. Uh, so it's it's really interesting that you've got these kind of skills. You know, the the singing, the the light opera, and is it specifically light opera rather than opera opera?
1: Um, I mean, it's it's mostly light opera that I've been in, uh, but I've. I've got quite a a heavy voice, so I've done uh, uh, kind of heavier, louder roles as well. Um, Oh, and if there's ever uh, a game of gibberish opera on, that's that's, that's quite a fun thing to have in the back pocket as well. Yes,
0: yes, yes, I've got this, I've got this. It is really nice when you've got something like that that you can draw upon, um, so you're not left... I mean, you know... It's enjoyable both ways for the audience. If someone has got no idea and they commit, that's brilliant. But if you are able to do it, that's also astounding as well. So, yeah. uh, um, and you're channeling, channeling your musical skills and knowledge into forming a new group, I hear. Yes,
1: uh, off Broad Street. Um, we Broad uh,
0: Street being a street in Birmingham, I have learnt recently. That is correct. <laughs> and they <a laughs> poon or play on words on Broadway. I yeah. love it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it, I suppose I first started thinking about uh, doing this uh, after going to the Osher Lila oh, uh, yeah. Mayday's yeah. retreat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, had a fantastic time there. There did a lot of musical yeah. stuff.
0: That's why I did when I was there. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. just so much fun, uh, and having uh, chatted with. Uh, one of the uh, members of uh, uh, Rhymes Against Humanity yeah, yeah, yeah. there, uh, uh, Jamie Lee, kind of talked more about uh, trying to get some musical stuff going on in Birmingham. Uh, and then a couple of months later I got uh, Lloydie uh, down to uh, teach a workshop and uh, the the uh, put the word out to local improvisers. One's already that I've played with lots like people in boxer frogs but also people beyond that so uh, we we got some people from uh, Baron Sternlook who you've uh, seen yes, the other yeah, day um, and uh, Jen from Jen Kenny from uh, the same faces oh, yeah. uh, came yes. along as well uh, and uh, basically just sort of coming out of that people who uh, took part in that workshop we've now got a group. We're rehearsing in this uh, in the, the same building where we're recording this podcast. You can tell them where we are. Uh, the, the Welsh Congregationalist Church <laughs> <laughs> uh, close to the Blue Orange Theatre where we've just had this in intensive with John Bolden. Uh, and uh, yet to uh, do a musical long form uh, which uh, has uh, uh, existed in Birmingham uh, in the, the the form of the baron stern look group uh and also i think the the students have done some of it but uh i want to do it and yes. do it my way yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh uh yeah we've been having a, a lot of fun with it uh and done some spots at local nights like lee Dempsey runs a, a kind of a kind of uh, open mic night for improv groups free wheelers We did a spot there. We did a spot down at Rich Codes Night in Coventry. uh, Wow, on the spot comedy. uh, And we'll uh, keep doing those. Eventually, I'd like to set up a night of our own. uh, But that's a a few months down the line, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You say you want to do it your way. Tell me more about what's what's your
1: way. Okay, so I want to uh, be able to do uh, some kind of a slower burn improv which emphasises the things that I, I think the group of people that we have together do well, particularly character and relationship. I'm, I have a, a, a weird relationship with plot in that, for the most part, I don't like it. Right. Um, and I hate seeing really good improvisers uh do work that isn't as good because they're trying to crowbar elements of plot in right, yes. rather than just finding the most interesting thing in the scene. Yes. So uh, we're playing around with different formats, uh, not a million miles from a, 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 a sort of basic Harold structure, but uh, trying to uh, work off uh, whatever... Uh, improvisers come up with in a, in a first scene and just kind of try and, and deepen the most interesting parts of that around ca- uh, character and relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great. And use music to uh, kind of just get to the, the deeper bits of that. Yes. Uh, so that the, the, the music's in service to, to the improv.
0: Yeah, no, it's a really great way of unlocking emotion. Exactly. that very quickly... And I think sometimes people will reveal things, maybe emotions, in songs that they may shy away from in just, you know, normal acting. Yeah. So, uh, so you've got an accompanist?
1: Uh, yes, there, uh, well, there are a couple of different musicians who have been involved with us. Uh, the most common uh, uh, regular keyboardist uh, with Boxer Frogs as well is uh, Geddes Kilton, fantastic, fantastic musician. Um We've also had uh, Will Tuckwell, who has played for uh, the local student groups and also with with, uh, Notflix and uh, uh, does uh, lots of uh, improv work. Uh, And uh, Aaron Sood, who played for the Watch This on Thursday night, Uh, another great musician, and uh, 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 another uh, young guy, James Dickinson. So, uh, a cracking uh, keyboardist who hadn't done improv before uh, uh, I think he had done a lot of jazz yeah. um, but the the uh, guy I've uh, set up off Broad Street with Jacob Stanbridge uh, has sort of introduced me to <laughs> to all, nearly all of these all of these keyboardists other than Geddes. Yeah, um yeah. uh, uh Really, really, uh, <laughs> useful. Because uh, yeah. uh, so often uh, finding musicians is the is the bottleneck for this thing. Yes,
0: that's yeah. No, I'd say exactly that, that is the issue. So it's great that you've got a pool of people to, uh, to uh, draw from. Uh, so are you taking a suggestion at the beginning of the show?
1: So at the moment, what we're working with is, uh, uh we've been asking for a setting first. Uh, how, do you, and, how do you phrase that? Um. Oh, I, th- I think. Uh, yeah i think i i ask for a uh a, a if I can have a setting for a musical and you know maybe give some examples of ones that we've you know we've done recently to give people the idea of uh uh what we want uh usually take a couple and then get a vote from the audience so our a first uh uh setting uh uh, when we did the free wheelers night, we ended up in a graveyard. Right. Okay. Uh, and then, then I asked for uh, a title, and uh, uh, we got given over my dead body.
0: Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's that's nice. It's clever enough without being too clever. Because sometimes if you get too good a title, it does all the work, and you're a bit left with nothing.
1: Yeah, uh, and also, uh, uh, increasingly, I. W- we were finding even just in rehearsal, you know, putting the shout out, okay, you know, someone shout out a title for something, it, uh, it gets people's heads in the wrong place and uh, people trying to reach for something clever rather than yeah. reach for something rich. Yeah. Uh, whereas asking for a setting, actually, uh, people uh, think about uh, something that's interesting to look at.
0: Yes. Uh, if, so, I'm just interested in how you manage... You know these um, suggestions. So, if you got taxidermist office, would you do that or would you try and steer it towards oh. something more interesting? Presuming that we've all done lots of scenes with taxidermists because we're improvisers, and that seems to come up a lot.
1: Well, what I've done uh, is kind of uh, when asking for settings, you know, pick up about five of them, and right. then get a sort of an audience mm-hmm. cheers, which is good because you're warming people up anyway. Yes. Um, although um, I'm also wondering if uh, you kind of know once the, 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 the title's been shouted out or the setting's been put, shouted out that the audience wants to see, like there's a, a certain electricity in yeah. the room.
0: I mean, and how much can you influence... The one that you want to do by putting it
1: last. Oh! <laughs> is that a thing? I think that's a thing. Yeah, using you specifically. But. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 haven't used that yet. Right. But uh, that's yeah. That that is probably sensible. Uh, I. Earlier this week, I, I think I saw uh, one of the improv shows kind of steer audience towards the suggestion that they wanted by kind of reacting with great favour to it. I'm
0: thinking about Netflix when uh-huh. we had the opportunity of Dunkirk
1: uh-huh. or Blade Runner. Oh yes, there was. The, I was thinking of another one, oh, but right, that's yeah, also, yeah. that that that's the same thing. Uh, and that's I think that's perfectly. And <laughs> I just
0: thought, oh, let's just do Blade Runner because. Dunkirk is going to be a harder... It's just going to be painful for everybody and, you know... Also, um,
1: kind of, uh, they they said that they had already done it and I think it's totally fine to say to an audience, no, no, not Pineapple, we've done that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And... It's uh, uh, an excuse that also has the benefit of being true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, I mean, with all of the ones that are a bit hackneyed. Um.
0: Yes, I, um, I have, I, I'm not doing anything Trump or Brexit. Yeah. I'm just, let's just not do that because the world's a terrible place don't let them ruin improv as well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I don't have anything new or interesting to say on those topics. If you are an expert or you have a new twist, by all means go for it. But I'm just, you know, I don't know. Mm, I mean, I'm prepared to make it up, but I want to have some say in curating the show so that the maximum amount of people have the maximum amount of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And with kind of Trump and Brexit, you know, again... I mean, we we've we've taken in the box of frogs shows, you know, version, enough versions of things close to that that I'd uh, feel like I wasn't breaking my contract with the audience if yes. I was to say, I, now we've done it. Can I have another suggestion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's have some more suggestions. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah and that, that that's that's fine. I mean, there's you know a big debate about whether you should always take the first suggestion or whether you can take the couple and choose. And, you know, I say this quite a lot on the podcast, and it is to do with the quality of the improvisation rather than the quality of the suggestion. But on the other hand, there's just sometimes that you can maximise your chances of you having fun, the audience having fun by, by steering it a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, they'll only think that you've broken your contract with them you if you act as if taking the... First suggestion that they give is like a special rule for yourself. If you act like what you do is you, yes. you take a bunch of things and find something among them. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes, the most audience members, I would say, don't even know that that's a thing. Take yeah. the first suggestion as long as you t- well, you don't even have to take any suggestion, but if you're, yeah. It's a whole other debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My thing with acts is that if you're not going to take a suggestion, just do it. Don't, yeah. don't tell us you're not going to take a suggestion because that annoys me. <laughs> it's like, fine, don't take a suggestion, but you don't need to point that out. I don't know why. Yeah. It just annoys yeah. me. Yeah. I'm easily annoyed. Uh, I also think because I'm quite tired, I've just said things on this podcast that I would not normally say. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's hard. They're controversial things, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, so uh, when you're performing, do you like... To uh, give your fellow performers gifts, or do you prefer to kind of mess with them?
1: <laughs> um. Oh, I'm I'm I probably could do with messing with them more on that on the whole. Uh, I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, I uh, I. I'm probably more of a gift-giver, I think. She's uh, lovely. <laughs> um, uh, I like uh, uh, giving an improviser a a situation or an endowment or, or something that uh, I know that they're going to uh, kind of be grateful for and is going to get them playing in the way that they want to. But yeah. it's... Yeah, I... Uh, the phrase that a couple of us around here have started using, and I can't remember where it comes from orig- uh, originally, but I could do with being more pirate, I think, as, uh, a, as an improviser on um, this. S- someone came back from uh, a workshop or a, r- a retreat with a, a distinction between what percentage professor, what percentage poet, and what professor pirate each improviser is. And I'm, I'm not very pirate.
0: Oh, I have not heard that. I've heard Pirate, Robot, Ninja.
1: Ah, So tell, okay. me about,
0: tell me more about Professor, Poet and Pirate. Yeah. What are those three things?
1: So Professor kind of trying to be clever, trying to solve it. Right. Like, you know, oh, what's the thing that kind of explains this scene or links it to all of, you know, ties up all of the neat bows or cleverly makes this scene about something else. Right. Poet kind of tapping into... Uh, emotion and the human experience right. and all that is beautiful and important in life and the, 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 the pirate is the the one that yeah, throws bombs in and right, kind of yeah, like yeah. makes uh, shakes everything up and uh, <laughs> leaves the rest of the performers trying to desperately make sense of stuff again but it's, it uh, adds so much yes. so you 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 need all of them. You need a range of yeah, uh, all of all of those.
0: And was there a percentage of people who are?
1: I think that the conceit that was explained to me was, um, uh, you know, the perfect improviser should be about forty five percent professor, uh, about forty five percent poet, and about ten percent pirate.
0: That sounds like a, yeah. That sounds like a sensible uh, arrangement of scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where are you? <laughs> um,
1: uh, well, much more the, the the first two. I guess I I do also like uh, sort of justifying and solving and coming up with clever connections and with my musical stuff. I I um, I love rhymes, but they're a terrible trap for me yes. because I you know I especially with my. Uh, Past doing silly Gilbert and Sullivan stuff. I love it if I can, you know, get a rhyme in for, I don't know, uh, administration or or Brexit or um, ex, you know, uh, having had enough of exports or you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. S- some kind of ho- horrible kind of pressing together of words to get that kind of. Sort of show off a yeah, yeah, yeah. achievement, um, but uh, but uh, if you kind of fall down the hole of uh, trying to think of the clever rhyme, it, it uh, cuts off yeah. the the stuff that's important. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I would l- like to think that I'm a uh, very uh, poet because that tends to be. The stuff I most admire and love in other improvisers, uh, but I'm, I'm probably at least fifty percent, if more, professor, uh, like thirty to forty percent. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, po- and uh, yeah, not n- and need to be more pirate.
0: Okay. Cool. It's interesting. Uh, sort of the goals you set yourself in. You know when you're doing something like this. Uh, how do you get better?
1: Uh, just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, it's the, is the best that I've been able to <laughs> come up with. Um, uh, the, these are all muscles and uh, they need re- regular use. Um, uh, uh, play with uh, a, a range of people, um, kind of playing in better and better shows is does uh, help but so also does uh, playing uh, with uh, people who are less experienced yeah. um, and the having to uh, go through the discipline of you know putting out fires in a scene with a less experienced improviser is itself very good training for um, all of the other improv you're going to get to do yeah I yeah, yeah. um, uh, kind of Get go to good instructors. Um, I mean, we're we're very lucky in Birmingham uh, to have uh, John Trevor, in particular, who's uh, done, who's basically created the scene that is that is here. uh, Other than uh, that, which has grown up at the university, Uh, uh, kind of his instruction, the the uh, workshop instructors he's gotten from out of town, uh, the. Oshalila, retreat, fantastic, uh, and Tom Young, uh, who you spoke to yeah, British uh, recently, Improv will have told you about yeah. the British Improv Project. I was before it was called the British Improv Project. <laughs> I was at that in April and had a very good time. Oh, cool. um, can you
0: tell me a little bit about that experience because I've not been yet. Ah,
1: um, so it was arriving Friday evening, leaving Sunday afternoon. Uh, improvisers from around the country uh, uh, so getting really uh, uh, getting to know people in particular I remember from the Sheffield scene, uh, uh, some uh, uh, from um, the Manchester scene uh, uh, and of course uh, uh, Leicester and Nottingham uh, and uh, yeah getting just kind of getting to meet people from all around the country right. and play with them and learn from them yeah. uh, and uh, kind of exchange our stories yeah. of being involved in uh, well, that's this. That's a, that is a great form. way to
0: learn. Is to just meet other people and you know find out how they do it, learn from them, cross pollinate, and that's something I'm really, really interested and excited about at the moment. So that sounds great. Uh, cool. Um, so, final question. What would you like to see more of in the future, either for you, for the scene in the Midlands, or improv in general? You can answer it in any of those ways.
1: Uh, I'd really like to see uh, improv being understood by audiences uh, beyond short-form games, I mean, we have a great short-form uh, night, the Bo- Box of Frogs night, which has a lovely audience, and now we've got a bunch of new groups uh, uh, coming up, uh, but the the improv beyond short-form games just isn't as widely known and understood, and uh, audiences don't really know what they're getting, uh, and, and they should, because it's fantastic, yes. and I... Uh, would really like to uh, see kind of improv as an art form at its highest levels, kind of understood and uh, appreciated uh, and uh, for, for that audience to, to get built up.
0: Brilliant. That sounds fantastic. I think we could all get behind that. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Stuart. <laughs> Cheers, thank you. This. That's improv <laughs>